Welcome to Express Yourself. This is your podcast for creativity, conscious business, and soul expression. I'm Kirbanu, and I am really happy and honored that you are joining me for today's podcast episode with the beautiful, truly beautiful, and inspiring yoga Nora. Nora and I met each other, oh, it must have been, I think, back in 2018, perhaps 2019. I've been following her on Instagram because I find what she offers, how she lives um, as a double business babe and also a mom of two uh, is really incredible. And I just love her art and the way she shares herself and the way she shares the principles of yoga, which she specializes in with the world. Nora has her own online business. She also has a co-company with her husband, Athletic Flow. Um, And in her own online business, she's focusing on helping people use the tools of yoga to really have a deep, empowered, honest, authentic connection to their essence. She lives what she teaches. And this to me is very authentic and also equally inspiring. She offers yoga teacher training programs, events, retreats. Again, she has an online studio where you can jump in and take classes with her. So don't just believe me or take my word for it. Definitely get online through the link in my in the bio here and uh, take a class with her. I love her vibe. I am going to now stop talking so that you can get in and start listening to us and take a good listen in the beginning because Nora had just flown a six or seven hour long haul flight somewhere in the world that I'm not going to tell you, it's a surprise, and jumped on this podcast interview with me less than two hours later, which I was incredibly impressed about. Hi, hi. I hope you are feeling well and doing awesome. Feeling awesome, doing well. I have no idea. I'm really excited because as I just mentioned in my story, I have a special guest for you here. Actually, someone who I've been following for a really long time on Instagram. God, I have no idea how long. Maybe like five years, six years. I'm not sure. Anyhow, I'm really excited because she has agreed. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone jumping in and saying hi. So beautiful to see you all. She has agreed to come and join me for this podcast interview chat. And I can see she has just come into the the space here. And I'm just waiting for her to request. Yes, here she comes. So guess who I'm going to be talking to? She's coming through. Drum roll. It's a long drum roll. Let's see if she's coming. <laughs> Here she Hello. is. Hello. Oh my God. Hi. So good to see you. So good to see you. <laughs> and I can't believe because, you know, I know Nora. So everybody welcome. This is the beautiful Nora from Yoga Nora. In case you don't know her, <laughs> give her a little bit of love. And Nora, I mean, you are doing Aussie Trooper style today because you, and I didn't know this when she agreed to do the podcast, you have just done like a long haul flight to Sri Lanka and you're joining us from inside your mosquito net in Sri Lanka. So can you just tell us like, where are you and what are you doing? Hi, everyone who's giving us the love. So beautiful to see you all. Well, I didn't know back then when we planned the podcast that I'm going to be here in Sri Lanka. Um, But yeah, that's life, right? You never know where you end up. And I am doing here a Panchakarma, 
for a full week, uh, the first time by myself without my two little girls and without my husband. And it's has been so far really good trip. This is day one. I just started. I'm at the beautiful Iso La Bella retreat, Ayurveda retreat center. And just so excited for those days and for our podcast tonight. <laughs> And I just love it. And like I said, I've always thought about doing a panchakarma, but I, like I've never done one. And now I know a few people that have gone to Sri Lanka to, to have this experience. So I feel like maybe the universe is speaking to me and telling me that perhaps that's something to do. Maybe not right now, but maybe maybe I can plan it for next year. Something like this. You have to tell us how it goes. I want to see before and after photos. Well, thank you for that idea. I didn't even think about it, but I should do a before and after picture. Yes. And uh, by the way, the universe sent me here too, because just a couple of weeks ago, I was in a hammam bazaar, a hammam place in Zurich. And I was talking to a woman and she told me, I just asked her actually, why are you so happy? And she said, I just came back from Sri Lanka. I was in a beautiful place. I did Panchakarma. And she was telling me all this beautiful things that she experienced and I was like okay I'm just gonna google that place so I wrote that retreat center Isola Bella and they replied to me hey Yoga Nora I follow you on Instagram since a long time and you are invited whenever you want to come so thank you universe I'm here now yes thank you universe indeed oh yes thank you universe indeed um that's amazing that's really beautiful and I love synchronicity like that and do you know what? I have, so I have something to tell you before we even start the podcast. <laughs> um, when you contacted me and sent me the message, so for everyone who doesn't know Nora, of course, please do check her out. She's amazing. And we're going to go into some pretty, I hope, interesting, maybe a few challenging questions about what you're doing, what you're offering, your journey to what, what you're doing and how you came to your offerings, as well as naturally your teacher trainings and your upcoming pelvic floor workshop that's happening on June 2nd. Um, but I just wanted to say this idea of manifestation and being connected and connected to the universe, because I've been following you, as I said, for quite a while, and we've been speaking about like maybe working together since 2019, <laughs> which I think is really cool. Um, and, and, you know, I got an email from you about a month ago, super last minute, seeing if I could come and teach voice and bhakti as a module on your 200 hour teacher training, which is something that I do on many other trainings in German. And it was so funny because that morning I was in a meditation and I was in this meditation for gratitude for all of the beautiful people that I get to work with. And I was thinking about this topic of teacher trainings. And then I opened my computer and I saw your email and I was like, what? This seriously happened. It was really cool. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. I'm really happy that you shared this story with me because I think that happens many times, but we forget to share it and it's super super special that we um yeah share this kind of experiences that i think the universe is talking to us to lead us with who we could you know collaborate and who is right now a good match and yeah just really exciting and i can't wait to have you at my uh, next module Sec sixth module is almost the last one so you are going to do a workshop at my yoga teacher training and everyone really everyone is super excited to meet you 
I I am so excited to come and thank you again for thinking of me and touching base and it's really lucky that it actually just worked out with my availability because normally like last minute doesn't work at all for me especially for something like that but it was just so lucky and again like this idea of synchronicity and I think for me of us really yeah visualizing what we want and aligning that with our heart and as you said connecting to that dialogue with the universe and allowing the universe to yeah to just take us along the river of our dharma so to say um so let's get into some of the questions that i've thought about here um why don't you take a second for anyone who doesn't know you to tell us just like a little bit about what you do Okay, so yeah, I'm Nora and I'm a vinyasa yoga instructor, yoga teacher training leader from Switzerland. I um, have been doing this now almost 10 years, I believe. And the last four years, I started my first yoga teacher training product or uh, not products. How do I say that? Um, sorry, if I have to think sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, just my yoga teacher training program. That's what I wanted to say, not product. <laughs> and it's called my yoga path, which should be for everyone because everyone has a different yoga path. And um, with the 200 hours yoga teacher training, I offer a vinyasa based teacher training that I have basically learned from a lot of teachers from India, but then also Western teacher and of course, I think every teacher has their personal style with the time we evolve our own kind of uniqueness. And I think it's it's a nice match of my teachers and what I've learned along the way being a teacher. Um, I'm a mother of two beautiful little girls. Malu is now almost four years old and little Ava is only one years old. And like I said at the beginning, it's the first time Mama is on vacation with herself. <laughs> and I'm super grateful to have this freedom to just be able to travel whenever I feel that I want and I need a break. And also with um, my wonderful husband, Simon, who is also my um, partner. We also work together. We have created a unique uh, workout which is called athletic flow and it is um, high intensity and yoga maybe it sounds a little bit special but actually it goes very well <laughs> together and um, he's looking after the two girls so mama can pamper herself and hopefully when I'm recharged coming back home with a lot of new energy so yeah that's basically I hope most important things it's wonderful and thank you so much for sharing that in the way that you did um and i think there's just so many points that you touched on and so now i'm going to try and <laughs> touch on some of them as well you know the thing that hit me the most and i actually feel that this is maybe one of the reasons why we align together now um when i was reading your website and reading your values on your website something you said is about is that it's about helping people con to connect to their inner self to really that depth within and that this for you, if I understood correctly, forms pretty much the foundation of what you're offering. Um, and that's so beautiful because for me, it's the same. Like I wanna create transformative experiences to empower people and to help them obviously to connect with their authentic self and express themselves from that space. So I wanna ask you like, why is that important for you? 
and how how do your offerings hold this value or, or come from this value this idea of connecting people to their inner self to their depth mm -hmm. well i believe that a lot of suffering comes if we are only um, focused on the outside because when we are so focused on what is happening outside then we might um, start to Oh, that's my story. I always used to compare myself with others and I would see something really amazing and I would think, wow, why can't I be that way or why did I not achieve this? And only when I started looking within, um, it was possible to be less in this outside comparing world. And I started to see that, oh, actually there is a lot of beauty inside of me. I don't really have to go outside and search for another Nora because the Nora that I can see inside is already actually really, really nice. And um, that was a beautiful experience, I guess. And I realized the more I started to like what I see inside and to um, also maybe accept in a way, it was also changing the outside and I would be able to see a beautiful woman or a smart and successful woman and I would be able to just be fine and not compare myself again, but also be able to say, wow, that's really cool. And not in that moment go to that, you know, self, um, uh, self-attacking I guess I, because when you compare yourself it's kind of sometimes also an attack towards yourself because you can't um, be appreciating what you have or what you're what you already have and um, ah, I just realized I have to practice a little bit more English but I think you are understanding what I want to say because um, by finding the peace inside of me and stopping being all the time in that outside, that is such a beautiful experience. And I was hoping that maybe with the way I see now the world and how I teach the yoga, I could maybe help some other human beings to go also a little bit inside and appreciate what they already can do or what they can find and I know that this is a long process. And um, I think we also need to be nice along that process because sometimes we have some expectations. And um, if we are too strict, then we go again at the outside. So going at the inside is a long process. And um, that process, we should try to also be kind to ourselves. And the more um, I worked towards myself, I realized that also my outside world and the connections with other human beings started to evolve and become even deeper. And um, now when I see a woman, it's not anymore like um, before. I, I feel like, wow, I, I really would like to connect to this beautiful soul. I don't know, it's just changed so much. And I think when you change inside of you what you see about yourself then maybe you see also all 
the other human beings that they're also all beautiful and they also have their struggles and it's okay we're all this connected thank you so much for saying that in such a beautiful way and um, your english is great like i understand because i often uh, do podcasts i guess on podcasts in german and so i know well i'm like arr, 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 arr. but you're really doing fantastic so Uh, in the idea of not uh, judging and non-comparison, I think you're doing very well. <laughs> Thank you for your bravery and being willing to do this podcast with me in your English. It's really perfect. Um, it's interesting because I was just, I just had a client session beforehand. Um, I do empowerment coaching and we were literally just talking about like overcoming perfectionism and comparison. comparison. And like that was the whole session. <laughs> and so I really value what you said about how it's so, I think it's almost so natural, especially in our Western world, because we have so much stimulation going on from outside. It's, it's insane. Like it's so over the top and too much, in my opinion. Um, there's so much stimulation going on from outside. And I think it's so easy in that space for us to compare ourselves to others, you know, of course. And we taught that from advertising, like you're not enough. This is how you're not enough. And this is why you need more crap to make you better because you are not fundamentally not enough sorry i'm australian i can't help it so <laughs> it just pops out of me you know um, so you know i think i think we're actually trained to think like this which actually is devastating on some level and the other point that i really appreciate about what you said is you know i'm I'm a bhakti and i endeavor to come from this space of love and and devotion and i really i'm also at this space in myself at the moment where i'm thinking about How can I wake up in the morning and, you know, realize that I am entering into a dialogue with the divine and every day, every moment in the day is this dialogue with the divine and that divine is in me and it's around me and it's, it's all of what there is. And like living from that space of awareness. And of course I forget it all the time. And I'm like, you know, driving my car, you know, <laughs> getting aggressive. Shakti's going all over the show. And, but But coming back to this idea and kind of using that as a little bit of a red line throughout my day to come back into self-awareness and to come back into this idea of how do I want to live my day? And essentially, I want to live my day as a celebration of love, of love for myself, like what you said, you know, deepening this connection to me, deepening this connection to the divine within. And obviously that, exactly as you so beautifully expressed it, flows out of me it pours into my interactions with others it fundamentally changes the way i perceive myself and the way i perceive my world and the values that i have so i i, I love everything you said and i have a follow-up question because it sounds to me like you went on a process a journey from being this person who compares yourself and perhaps is maybe a little bit critical or judgmental um to orienting yourself towards developing this inner relationship and nourishing this inner relationship from a foundation of love, respect, kindness, and compassion, which obviously a whole bunch of the yogic philosophies, uh, points of the philosophies. How did you do it? Like if you could share with maybe the listeners like three things that you did and you continue to do in your daily life to help you nurture this, what are they? Oh, three things only. <laughs> <laughs> okay wow that's not so easy for me if you know me I talk a bit too much that's one thing um well I think the process of yoga is very natural when you start your practice and really 
it doesn't matter which style or which line or whatever i think it it's beautiful your bhakti yoga i'm going with the ashtanga yoga or whatever i think just whatever you practice with awareness will lead you within and the moment you start to look more inside you will start to see inside and you will start to see maybe things that are not very nice and that is not very easy to process and then maybe you want to go outside really quickly again because you're like okay that's kind of scary what I'm seeing and this happened to me that when I started practicing awareness on the mat with the breath and combining the movement I started also looking more inside and I realized wow there is a lot of weird thoughts not nice conversations usually it's always the same kind of patterns that I can see and they are not making me feel good and that was for me a life-changing experience um, and that happened within the first one or two years when I started practicing regularly yoga but I didn't know okay now I, I see that I have some thoughts that say to me I'm not good enough um, usually it's that kind of topic that I had because otherwise why would I go and compare myself all day long and um, I still had no clue how to get out of this because I only knew I have it but I didn't know how to resolve this problem um, and then I started to dive a little bit deeper into the yoga philosophy and when I started understanding a little bit more about the koshas, for example, where the system explains that you're much more than only your bones and skin, <laughs> that you're also different sheaths, the pranamaya kosha, energetical body, manumaya kosha, the thoughts, vijnanamaya kosha, wisdom, and anandamaya kosha, which is the bliss body, um, I realized more and more that, ah, okay, there are some thoughts that I have, but I don't have to believe everything what I hear in my brain or wherever it is. And that made me really happy because then I realized, okay, if I have those thoughts, it doesn't mean that I have to stay all the time there with those thoughts. I can do something about it. And I felt empowered. I'm like, wow, I can change it. I don't have to believe everything I'm saying about other people or myself. And that was really scary because I was like going into that new space. And um, I started very easy. And sometimes you hear it all the time and you feel like, okay, yeah, those gratitude, positive affirmation. But that's how I started. And I know that people that really do it, they also know that it really, really works. And um, slowly I could see that I put those little seeds in a, each cup and the cup started to grow and the old patterns, the old thoughts, they started to become smaller and disappeared. And they're not fully disappeared. Sometimes they come back, they say, hey, and I say, okay, hello nice to see you or 
not so nice. <laughs> but I feel like I'm um, able now to navigate through any kind of thoughts that I have. I'm not identifying myself so much with my thoughts anymore. Even if I have a bad experience in my life, it's not like, oh, oh my God, life is over. It's like, okay, all right, what can I do now? Maybe breathe. That's always number one, just breathe. And then I can still change the way I feel. I can feel what I feel, it's fine, but I don't have to stay 20 hours angry or sad. And the tips, just practice your yoga, whatever that is, yin yoga, kundalini yoga, bhakti yoga, ashtanga, whatever, every yoga is beautiful. Find your yoga style or just find some awareness in your life and then um, trust your process, work on it, find one thing that you can do every day, maybe practice gratitude or positive affirmation. Um, and I think that's most important. Thank you so much. I really love what you said. And I'm a massive fan of yogic philosophy as well. And I like how you kind of touched on this. I am not my thoughts. There's all these different levels of this experience. Something I found really helpful and something I do a lot in my work with others is really looking at Glaubenssätzen, so beliefs. I'm a huge fan of like, let's get right into the core and do something here. Because <laughs> if you've got rot in the wood, there's rot in the tree. Um, and that's what I was reminded of as you were talking, you know, looking at looking at the, the thoughts and firstly, not identifying with them. Secondly, making time and space to breathe. And the next point, obviously, you know, um, seeing that you are more than this, you are not just that. Something I like doing, and this is something I was talking about in my session just now with my client, is I used to have really bad self-talk. So I was a massive perfectionist. Self-worth was in the toilet. I didn't have any. And it was really bad. And um, my husband is my witness to this. And I finally realized one day, I speak to myself horribly. Like, what is going on here with this inner dialogue? It is so violent and aggressive. I would never talk to anyone like this. Like even someone who I really didn't like, I would never ever talk to them like this. So why am I having this dialogue with myself? Why am I allowing this space? Why am I accepting this for myself? Um, and so something that I did, I also do a lot with gratitude and did a lot with gratitude. Something I found also really helpful, this is applying to my pet perfectionistic tendencies, is that I decided I would never ever ever use the word should or shouldn't anymore. And I would actually use that as a flag to reframe what I'm articulating. Because I found that should, this idea of should, is just a form of perfectionism which just causes suffering. It's just perfectionism in itself is just a form of suffering and pain. Um, and so this really helped me. It was very difficult at first. It took me quite a while to get into it. But when I did, I was so surprised at like, what was going on and firstly how often I was shooting myself and shouldn'ting myself that was kind of crazy but then like reframing and instead of saying hey you are not fundamentally bad broken or wrong you just did something that was a bit dumb and stupid so how can you not do it next time like how can you learn from that experience but it has nothing to do with you as an essence it has nothing to do with you as a being there was just an action that happened that can be improved 
Um, so this idea of not shooting myself and using when I caught myself thinking should, stopping saying no and reframing and, and actually being more specific about what I wanted to articulate instead of just accepting this kind of habit of self-flagellation um, was super helpful for me in, in fundamentally changing how I spoke to myself and obviously self-love, uh, practicing self-love and I have a whole bunch of techniques that I share too for this idea because like you know just coming into contact with ourselves in this place of kindness and what you said before like acceptance and passion this um this is so powerful and i think i agree with you it is like the simple things that are very effective and i like that because it doesn't need to be like more thinking about thinking about thinking about thinking it can just be embodied we can breathe we can make a different choice and over time love that you said that too trust your process we change Yes, exactly. Just trust the process and in the process, be also kind to yourself because some days they're great and some days we forget all what we know and we act just like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like we never started a process. Yes, <laughs> I understand. Yes, sometimes... Um, when I'm not acting very well, and my husband says, um, could you practice yoga today? <laughs> or is this yogic? That's not something I want to really hear. <laughs> because, of course, I mean, what does it mean? We're practicing yoga, we're practicing every day to try to be more human being nice human beings and more aware but we're also on our path everyone has their own path and sometimes the path is very beautiful with some flowers and easy to walk on and then sometimes there's a lot of big stones and you're like okay how do i climb it up so i can go to the nice path again and i think um every day is different, but we have some beautiful tools from yoga that can help us. And I think most of them come from the philosophy. Also, for example, Ahimsa is the first yama, which also should um, <clears throat> remind us to not harm us ourselves. And like you said, I it was beautiful. You said, I wouldn't even talk to a person that I don't like the way I used to talk to myself. And that's crazy. We harm ourselves for no reason. <laughs> and healing takes time. It's a process and it's very difficult, but it's very worth it. I completely, I completely agree with you. It's, um, it's a messy, juicy process <laughs> but it is worth it because then we I always feel like it's like we're a little bit trapped inside the cage of our conditioning of you know perhaps not choosing our thoughts or not being aware of our thoughts and for me becoming an adult and really stepping into one's power in this life for me it really means healing a healing and integrating all of these fragmented parts of ourselves but also consciously choosing how we want to think Consciously choosing the inner world, 
Um, thank you for everything that you just shared. I want to ask you now a question because like you said at the introduction, when you were so lovingly sharing all of these beautiful things that you offer, you kind of have two businesses and you have, and you're a mom with two young kids. And obviously you have a partner who is also your husband, but also your business partner. So there's a lot that you've got going on, I think, uh, from being a working woman wearing two business hats to being a mom to being a partner. How do you find balance and how do you take time in your day to create balance for yourself? So here I mean work-life balance. Yes, thank you for this beautiful question. Um, so today when I had the consultation with the Ayurveda doctor, she told me that I um, my like born constitution is pita. I am I have a very strong pita. I was like, oh, that's explains a lot. So I guess I have um, a lot of life energy. And I think also the things I'm doing matter because they give me a lot of energy too. Like leading yoga teacher trainings, leading a beautiful pelvis floor workshop. <laughs> It's something that really um, is very fulfilling. And I don't take it for granted to be able to do a job that I really love so much and appreciate. I know the feeling also to do a job where nobody says thank you for many, many years. <laughs> and I know um, the feeling of doing a job where you have no sense of fulfillment so being able now to do since 10 years what i'm doing is every day like wow as someone is paying me for that sometimes i am i dreaming so um of course i have days where i struggle like everyone else but most of the time i'm very grateful for being able to do what I'm doing and it just gives me a lot of energy so I don't feel like oh I'm happy that I'm done with this because now I have to recharge my batteries I feel like every conversation even I mean I could say this is also part of my job doing a podcast with you and this is very beautiful it's not stealing me energy it's giving me life energy I love this connection that I have with you right now and maybe some people that are listening to us too. Um, and then as a mother, it's the same. You could say, oh, two children, that's a lot of work and less sleep. Yes, but at the same time, I two beautiful souls have choose to live in our home. And I think it's just amazing to be able to spend quality time with my children and every time I'm with them I feel like wow they teach me more than I teach them <laughs> um, I love being a mother I love being a yoga teacher but I also love to be by myself a lot and I need that as a balance so I create that I take the time just for myself without kids without yoga students without husband just me and usually I do one afternoon a week where I go to a massage or hammam or pedicure manicure pamper myself whatever um, and of course I have my daily yoga practice which 
can change. Sometimes it's more physical, sometimes it's more meditation and breathing. And that is also something very valuable because it's something that comes every day and it's a good base. Even then, if the day is crazy, I did something in the morning for myself. And then the, the one day of the week, one afternoon is just me time. And usually I try to be even by myself without any friend because I love talking and talking is also <laughs> some energy. So I, I try to just be with myself. That's, that helps for the balance. I absolutely relate to what you said because I'm like hardcore extroverted, extroverted, sorry, extroverted. What is extroverted? Extroverted. <laughs> I need to go back to Australia and learn English. <laughs> yeah, I'm hardcore extroverted and I love, I connect with what you said. Like I also do what I love and it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like joy. And I mean, I'm the same. I'm like, I get paid for this. Like, seriously, I just played music for two hours. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Um, or give coaching sessions or whatever taught on trainings like I get to do with your teacher training soon and I mean it's just going to be a whole bunch of joy <laughs> and so I also get super 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 energized from that but I'm also a person that has to spend time by myself even though I'm crazy extroverted I need to be alone and turn the phone off turn off stimulation sit in a room or listen to music or I love to be in nature like go for walks um, sit in the sun do nothing have a coffee or something in the sun just like a lizard kind of thing you know anything <laughs> like this it's so recharging um thank you so much for this beautiful conversation i've also been really enjoying the connection and um i'm gonna slowly start to bring it to a close maybe we'll have to do another podcast because i feel like there's so much to talk about with you i feel like we kind of didn't really touch the surface i'm really looking forward to meeting you soon uh, on your teacher training and then hanging out and having a good chat Talking about your teacher training, so you offer 200-hour teacher training. Do you offer 300 as well, or it's the 200 at the moment? I'm going to um, continue with 300-hour teacher trainings from spring 2023. So that's going to come soon, but um, I've been teaching 200-hour vinyasa yoga teacher training the past four years. Exactly. And so I know that I'm coming for module six and you said before it's like almost the end. When is your, so we're finishing off this teacher training, the Vinyasa 200. And then when is the next uh, 200 Vinyasa starting for anyone that maybe is interested in coming and joining you? It, it's modular, if, that, if I understand correctly. So it's on weekends. Maybe you could just say a little bit about this in case there's anyone that might be curious. Yes, so... Um... In September or October, I actually I am right now trying to find the new dates with um, the space I'm renting because I don't have my own space. I love to rent out yoga studios in Zurich from other teachers. Oh, Siri is just okay. So, <laughs> and um, we have seven modules. It's a yoga teacher training weekend a long one we start friday afternoon and we finish sunday afternoon so seven times and the next one starts in autumn this year i'm plugging my own work and there's like a, a voice training and bhakti session in one of the modules and it's amazing you have to come <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun i'm so looking forward i'm so grateful that you asked <laughs> 
Uh, Nora, thank you so much for holding the space with me and for joining me despite having just flown long haul to Sri Lanka <laughs> just a few hours ago. I have one question that I always love to finish my podcast with, so I'm going to ask it to you now. It is, if there was one message that you could leave the world with, what would it be? Oh, this is also the question that I'm most afraid of when people ask that. And I always tell myself, okay, prepare yourself to say something really deep, meaningful, smart. <laughs> and I really didn't expect that you asked me this question. But let's see. I hope something inspirational comes out from my heart. <laughs> oh, just one sentence, right? Ooh, yes, just one sentence. I've just lost my camera. Yes. <laughs> I'm so shocked I've lost my camera. It's back. <laughs> just It can also be an impulse. Just allow, allow yourself to just um, see what flows up. Well, all right. So for sure, that one thing that I have learned is Every time I've listened to my heart, a lot of amazing things have happened into my life with me, with my connections, human beings that I met. So I guess just, I know everyone has heard that before, nothing new, but very true, listen to your heart. I think that's fantastic. And you know what kept coming to me as you were talking? I think... I've never had one. I've never, I've never actually said what I would say and, and I've never really thought about it. But what kept coming to me as you were talking was like, be yourself. Like, just be yourself. And there's a lot inside of that, those two words, because it takes getting to know yourself um, and, and healing and resolving. And that's so much of the yogic process that we've just been talking about. Nora, just listen to your heart. Thank you so much for listening to your heart and joining me on this podcast. I wish you such a beautiful time in Sri Lanka. A wonderful Panchakama, and I can't wait for us to connect in Zurich in like a week and a half for module five of your 200 hour yoga teacher training. Yes! And thank you to everyone who's been listening and watching us on the IG Live. It's been a pleasure sharing this space with you all. If you have questions about me or Nora, just send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure, and I really can't wait to see you in Zurich next week. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this inspiring chat with Nora. I know I'm definitely going to take some of the things that we spoke about and start implementing them into my life. If you did enjoy this podcast episode, then it would be an incredible honor to me if you would take a moment to leave it a review. You can give us a star rating and also leave us a few words, a testimonial about how you found the episode, how you find the podcast and what benefits you have from it. This helps us to obviously reach more people and to spread this beautiful message of expressing yourself with the world. I wish you a beautiful time and I look forward to connecting with you soon.